Welcome to Tattooing Out Loud, the podcast that's going to be based around the community that surrounds this shop. Whether it's a one-on-one with us artists or a sit-down conversation with our clients, I guarantee you everybody will have an interesting story to tell. So let me introduce you to Joey. At the time he first got tattooed, he was also a part of the police department, so it brought an interesting blend into the shop where he may have been the first officer I knew with a full sleeve that I completed, which I think is going to be interesting to hear that time frame. I feel like we match each other's energy, so bear with us that we do bounce around a lot with our topics. I know, right? Do you remember when the first, what was the first time you came in here? Man, do you remember that? I could tell you stories. It's gotta be, let's see, one of the first ones was probably probably when we did the whole like eagle and serpent thing. Yeah, I have a picture of that. That too. was probably... I have the I have a picture of that when so the the tattoo shop layout was different. We had the walls and then Dude, that was well I mean it had to be 2000 and like 18 maybe 19 something like that. That makes sense. At least I opened the shop at I think it was 2015. Uh around 2015 so I think you came in how did you come in? Didn't you just like... So, wait. I don't so even... How did this happen? <laughs> Honestly, I don't Sometimes even know. Sometimes I, I ask people, how'd you, how'd you find my work? Or I, weren't you just like patrolling? Because tell everybody what you do. No, I was a cop for about, yeah, like 13 years. Started when I was 23. Now I'm like 38 now. Yeah. yeah it's like looking back, it's crazy. So he brought evidence files with him today for us to discuss. I know, right? <laughs> so I think at that time, that's when you might have just came in with uh, maybe like the, was it night crew, day crew, whoever you're at the time, you might probably just came in and you're like, you wanted, you were probably curious, right? About this tattoo shop. Cause yeah, a lot of people, I were. was like, who, who in the hell is this? Yeah. You, know? you just mentioned that. You just said, you yeah. know, open a shop here <laughs> in this area. But a lot of people were curious. Um, yeah. Cause you never know. Like, cause it's no, no secret. This is a small community and small yeah. town. So is this like a gangster over here? That's yeah, that over tattoo shop. That was everybody's concerns. Like I want to open a tattoo shop in a small town that hasn't had one since like 96. I was wondering about that. It was they probably questioned? Yeah, you know. Yeah. Did they go into your background or like what did they want? I don't know, like, but I, even... I did. I did bring like I remember I brought. I don't know. Do you remember Marco? Big uh, Marco. He was yeah. uh, okay. So I, I took him in there with me and also Nick. Remember Nick? Yeah. Of course. I took them two with me to the the meeting. Marco was shirtless, dude. <laughs> yeah. Are you serious? Yeah. Imagine imagine this uh, city oh council meeting. <laughs> professional yeah i know i know i i I can't believe i kind of forgot about that so (laughs) this is pretty good i can Uh, imagine that yeah man i kind of forgot about that so marco the uh, city council meeting big old dude right and we're sitting outside he had a button-up plaid pendleton yeah so yeah he was outside of the it was pendleton he was outside let me we're like kind of not plotting but we're just getting our (laughs) action plan down and nick was like well what do i say i'm like (laughs) I'm like, you don't have to say anything. You just, we're just going to go in there, and I just want to kind of clear the air about this tattoo shop subject. And Marco, so just think about, like, that ripped tearaway clothes. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Might as well have been, a, like, a pearl snap pond. Just like yeah, yeah like up. the snaps, you know. <laughs> and so imagine that in a, in a city council meeting. Because you've, you've wow. seen some of the meetings, right? Oh, yeah, no, for sure. And we were waiting our turn to just bring up the subject to open a shop. and Or I guess to present my... Uh, my like can i get permission kind of yeah. thing you know and marco i was like i cued him and i'm like all right marco so 
he started taking off his shirt in the middle of the meeting. A big old dude. Took what his were shirt. you thinking when he did oh, that? Oh man, it's definitely you could tell it changed the mood around the. Uh, <clears throat> were you expecting that? Like, did you know he was gonna do that? Uh, I mean, that was. I took him to showcase his back piece. We we put like twenty seven oh, hours. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So you see, that was the reason because you asked like, like, what did you background? I'm just gonna take these guys in there and look, look at my art, you know, check out my, this is the tattoos I've done. Just a very serious surrounding. And it was interesting to, to feel the change of energy inside the, in the city council meeting when you have a shirtless dude in there <laughs> showing off his tattoos. Shop plans for my other shop that I've opened previously. And so that I could present that and be like, look, this is my plan of action. This is my business plan. Yeah. But then, you know, there was a panel of, I don't know, it was like six people, seven yeah. people, I forget. And they, down the line, were just kind of just hearing me out and then looking at the tattoos. And I think people are there for like other reasons, like, hey, fix this pothole yeah, <laughs> in the road. And I'm there like, but look at these naked men. Like, look at my art. Right. You know? <laughs> yeah. So imagine like everybody's like, everybody's like, you know, just staring or whatever. But cool. And it just helped a little bit to get the the yes down the line. Yeah. But then I, 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 you know, I kind of reversed it on them. And I said, well, what are your guys' concerns? And the only thing they said was, um, what are your hours of operation? And you're going to put me next to a bar. You can't expect me to close at 9 or 10. Yeah. And I said, you know, I, I'm not going to, I'm obviously not going to take advantage of that. Like, yeah. I'm not going to be here till 3 in the morning every night or yeah, 2, exactly. closing time. Because, I mean, what are the chances? Because at night shift, you used to do the checks, right? Yeah. And once in a while, I'd still be here, or you'd come in early, yeah. in like 10-ish, and then you'd pop in and be like, hey, what's up? You know, you guys would all come in. And then, then everybody got kind of, because at the time, nobody knew I was tattooing the department. Right. And so, yeah. if, I, <laughs> Seriously, so if I had somebody in here, and they're just kind of like, <laughs> why did all of this PD just rolled up in here? <laughs> yeah, it was kind of funny. That's true. I think I was probably one of the first cops that like ended up sleeved out, you know, because it was like, what was it, like a matter of two weeks, I go from yeah. like maybe one or two tattoos, and next thing you know, a couple of weeks later, I have like a full sleeve. Yeah, know? that's hilarious. <laughs> Courtesy of Omar over here. Yeah, so you started coming in here and some of the other officers, but... It just know. spread that way. Yeah, it was cool, because I, I definitely think about it, man. I'm trying to open a business, like you said, in a small town that... It's not, it's, I guess, not expected. Yeah. And again, I just, I found a building and that's the reason why I opened the shop. I wasn't even trying to like, I, was, I just needed a place to work that wasn't a garage or a house. Right. And do things legit, to do things like, you know. So yeah. then I found the spot, it was vacant, and I said, I'm going to go for it. What's it going to take? I went through the steps, you know, did everything from A to Z, jumped through all kinds of hoops. And um, so I definitely, I obviously knew that I was going to have to make my presence and let myself be uh, known to everybody, like whether it's department, because I, I just didn't want to get, I don't know if you want to call it, you have that mindset of being prepared of everything. If you're going to get picked on by either the city yeah. or the fire department, because yeah. it's like, oh, this is not fire compliant. No. Did, what tattoos did you have already? You had some. I have a grenade right here and then this like uh, medical, military medical symbol. Yeah. And I think those are the only two I really had. And then the rest... Yeah, because, like, the rest is you. You came in with that. I think I asked you. I was like, well, what tattoos do you have? And I started seeing the older work that you had. Yeah. And then we started talking about your next idea, and that's when we started going with, the, like, the quotes. and. Yeah, I think because those two pieces started out um, on my left arm, and then I really didn't have, like, a direction I wanted to go with it. It was just 
a lot of like patriotism kind of thing. Just like it was almost kind of developing into this like mantra of just who I am on my left side as far as being patriotic and then Military, I was in the Army National Guard. They considered a uh, healthcare specialist. But Sewing banana peels together? Yeah, I know, right? Yeah, You're still doing that? No, well, I know how to suture, but... I remember you like, sent me a random video. This is what I do when I'm bored. And it was a banana peel you sewed, like... Yeah. You, sewed, you stitched it yeah, together. You, yeah, well, that's so one of the random. ways to practice. Oh, well, I didn't yeah. have, like, a pig's foot or some shit So, like okay. <laughs> you need to, so... This is the closest thing that you can get to, like... Well, a banana peel's not good for it, but... <laughs> It worked. That was the first thing, was the banana. Dude, oh my god. Just because the thickness of this. It was like a selfie, you're holding the banana. <laughs> it was all stitched up. What the and I'm like, looking back like, sick. really, what is this? This guy can put together banana peels. I, I don't know, that's something like... I, <laughs> if you're, like, I, I, guess like one I of never things, remember taking a selfie with it. Yes, I'm you, sure I did. you really did. That you, was like my selfie era, bro. Right that there. was, oh dude, that was so funny, I remember that. And so, still not over. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, in the army, they call it a healthcare specialist, but it's really you're you're a medic. And my first couple of years, I was attached to an artillery unit, which was kind of cool. I mean, most most of the time, like they'd go out to a, like a certain area, and then they would just be practicing firing the howitzers and stuff like yeah. that. But I did that for three years. But that unit was up in Richmond. Um, oh, that's right. So it was kind of an Oakland suburb. So I was kind of. Tired of driving back and forth, you know, three hours every weekend kind of thing. Um, so then I ended up um, moving from that unit to uh, one that's closer here, and that's an infantry unit. So I went from being, like, basically, I don't want to say, like, a spoiled, like, lazy medic to an <laughs> infantry unit medic, which is different because they, like, fucking break you off in the military right. the infantry side. Yeah. That's so, I got a buddy out in... North Carolina now that he's uh he was a combat vet, uh, combat medic yeah and he was tell he would tell me I never I should have asked him is he ever sewed a banana peel um, but do you ever have homies that are well like, usually they have these like so is it like a work we're well, not a workstation but it's like a little like what do they call it? like moulage kind of thing where it's like a fake it's like our tattoo or, skin like our yeah fake basically skin. no like it's that kind of <laughs> like, like almost like ballistic type of I don't know what I did. On, during that situation, this is like tattoo skin. Yeah, I see that. The uh, pound of flesh. Shout out to pound of flesh. But this is a, uh, this is our, our, like, uh, this is our banana peel. Can you cut this though? That's that's the it's, whole. Re this is what it yeah. would feel like. The synthetic skin. The uh, uh, blend of. Like, but it's just silicone. solid, right? Yeah. So the whole reason the banana came about was because if you just tune in, and you see like you're like holding a, a hand. <laughs> yeah. If you just start watching and you're I'm like, just gonna hold on to the hand. You just, yeah, dude, it's all, it's like a safety blanket. It is. You know, um, you know, you don't need a relationship, Joey. I know, right? You just need a pound of flesh. <laughs> you just need there a you pound go. of flesh, dude. All right, leave you that there. The leave my hand alone. The way people ask me, have you ever tattooed yourself? Of course, I've tattooed myself during my trial era. Man, I got nothing to, I got no one to tattoo. I'm still learning or whatever, and it's so I got my leg, and I'm gonna learn something. Did you have somebody you can practice? Like, it was us. The stuff IVs, like that. yeah. Did you did you do any of that with the so, stitching each other? I was like, hey, I no, not that, not that in depth. You really had to, you know, yeah. kind of thing. But as far as practice, let's things, just let's just inflict a wound, and now let's let's uh, bandage you up. I guess you can't really do that. It's well, they do. It depends. Like when you're gearing up to deploy and stuff like that, they have places like that that. 
aren't really spoken of. <laughs> oh, you know what I mean? That kind of thing. Um, and you do go to those <laughs> things. A password and yeah, uh, no, it's like you have knock to, twice and you sign like a non-disclosure kind of thing. You have to do like that. Mission Impossible, like yeah. you know, it's like so you do get real-world practice in a sense. Um, yeah. that's if you're gonna like go to the Middle East or whatever and deploy. Um, but like just general out of the box training when you first enlist you go through basic training and then that's like 10 weeks in the army and then you go from basic training to your specialty school missouri i went to san antonio texas that's sure. where they do all the medical training right so mm -hmm. that's uh, fort sam houston so i was there another four and a half months but during that time the way it works is the first six weeks you're doing your emt stuff which is like the national accreditation, like what you see on an ambulance out here. Those, they're all EMTs, right? Yeah. So once you get through that and you get nationally certified, then you go into the army medicine side of it, which is, they call it the whiskey phase or the whiskey school. And that's when you start doing like all the, you know, trauma medicine, combat medicine and stuff like that. And I mean, I think it was like the first week of that side of the training, we were just sticking each other with IVs all like 15 times a day dude i should you Damn. not like you end up being a, a freaking reason. pin cushion for everybody oh man you have like valves in your veins and stuff that are open and closed it's like a one-way valve right because yeah. your blood pushes out from the heart towards all the way to your fingertips right so you have all these little valves and when you're given an iv it's like you can push it through the valve right sure which that you feel <laughs> So if you've ever gotten an IV and you're like, ow, that shit hurts, that's them floating a needle through a freaking valve, you know. Tattoos and, all day. I don't know about the stick and poke of a uh, needle. Yeah, to and that's blood. the funny thing, you know. It's like, fast uh, forward, it's like, I can handle the IV part, but now it's like, go get a tattoo and I need this freaking cream to like numb everything. If you could see, Joey at the moment has his arms saran wrapped. Oh yeah, I do. So I was contemplating when we should record this. So I, I'm going to get people of the community, of the shop community, my... A once is day one clients, and if you are a new client, it doesn't matter. You have a story to tell. You have something cool. We, this is how it's like. Yeah. If I tattoo Joey, we sit down and our conversations go, <laughs> and it's it doesn't help that we have three hundred milligrams of caffeine before right. we start. But, Plus um, whatever. We oh, it's two hundred forty milligrams. This is gonna write itself. Yes. This, pod, this thing's gonna yeah. So we might just have a whole day podcast. <laughs> <laughs> right. There's a lot of interesting things that you come across in this life that I, you know, stories i could tell you whether it's on the road and shop thinking should we do a record session before when we're fresh and we're like the top of i haven't seen you in since our last session yeah i think that'd be a little bit more organic and more um i think it would flow easier for me to just sit you down and be like hey let's sit let's just talk let's catch this yeah. is like us catching up but that was your mo at one point you had a ruck and oh yeah like, like PT. The, the rucking thing is like i still think that's one of the best like forms of just getting in shape that's so. crazy my buddy's doing that right now he has a huge community and i guess like the the military aspect of uh the fitness he's doing the um he's trying to get guys together for like ruck challenges some guys don't don't care to take it beyond that because it's like right. i have to get up and do it anyways why would right. i want to do this for fun exactly i guess that's when i want to kind of touch up on the subject of what you're doing currently because now from your left to your right side of your arm all these tattoos have this whole different concept yeah, that's true because i was still in the military on my left arm and i was i have more of my dad bod era <laughs> you know so dad i'm like era. i'm not trying to get i was like who am i gonna show a chess piece to? <laughs> it's not like i'm going to the beach and ripping my shirt okay off so let's thing. get a dad bot tat you yeah. want to get oh, what would be right? a dad bot tat so we have to look that up we have to start i don't even know man it's like dad bot. or not even that just like where you are uh at this point i guess now from the military 
can do the cop thing, do like a pig holding a beer can. Oh <laughs> man, you said it, not me. Hey, I don't. That's yeah, what it comes down. To. Oh, that that's true. I forgot about the acronyms on that. There you go. The uh, but so now this side is all the things you're doing now. This outdoor thing with. I like uh, to spend a lot of time outdoors. You know. Um, you always did though, right? Yeah, At I always point. did. Yeah. I just grew up on a farm, you know. So I was a farm boy. So it's the outdoors was kind of like second nature to me. We live in a small community it's yeah like it's a lot of agriculture out here and a lot know, of latino our... heritage and or redneck <laughs> redneckery <laughs> <laughs> basically so you know it's like either outdoor like mud bogging or like just four-wheel drives atvs dirt bikes, have, stuff like that so what joey means is you don't have to be a redneck to like mud bogging well true i could i could like mud bogging and i'm That's true. i'm not i don't know if i'm i would just say i'm a mix too because i'm not just latino um, I think it's more geographic. And we have that in-between gray area that yeah. is like kind of city, exactly. town, but then kind of mountain folk. And I love them all, man. They come in here and get tattooed, but you can tell they're ready to go back to the hills where they're comfortable. Oh, yeah. They that peace, like... the quiet, the away from the noise, which I commend them for that. That's awesome. You know, I can, you know. Did they try to bring their shotgun and put it in the corner? Of the oh, room? dude. Like... They, I have a gun rack because of yeah. them. <laughs> yeah. I believe it. <laughs> But they, uh, yeah, so they, there's that in between, and then we have our sweet sequoias, Kings Canyon National Park and all that good stuff. Our last session, you told me about this, that you just got a ranger yeah. boat, and you're really into the fishing, which, that's, that's dope. Did you, after, after our last session, how many times have you gone fishing? Um, since the last session, I think I've only been out like twice since then, but I broke a piece on the trolling motor, so I had... Wait, already? <laughs> well... Yeah, what I don't know it? if it was just like brittle, oh, okay. like plastic or something, but that guy sold it to you with duct tape. No, huh? I put like a live scope <laughs> sonar, like the technology oh, yeah, is ridiculous the on it. I got but you, I got you. The way yeah. the wire is on it in the front, yeah, it got like bound up, and I was like trying to turn <laughs> it, and I didn't realize it was still moving, and it just caught some, piece, caught some, so. uh, caught some. Is it debris in the? Yeah. it's really, it's bad out there, dude. I remember going yeah. fishing out there. I just got caught twigs, because you know <laughs> yeah, I, I can't much. get, I can't get further out where you are in a boat well if that I, was part of I'm, the reason behind it after i cast if i'm pulling it in it, you know, here comes all kinds of twigs and weeds i'm like great, great. it's not out of service right you no okay. i can still use it right now if i wanted to i just like yeah i wanted to make i'm like neurotic with certain things so if so, if i break something like oh it's out of service gotta fix it before <laughs> i go back out so yeah. but i could it if I get impatient, I can take it back out anytime. I'm the same way, though. That's why I think this is where we kind of relate. Because you you said you had some downtime, and yeah. then you got into, like, this. And then you got into this, and now you got into this. And it's like me. Uh, I just have a lot of interests like you do. And so I think that's yeah. why I, everyone's like, oh, man, you do everything. You do the music thing. You do this, you do that. In our minds, it's our way of boredom, I guess, too. And it's yeah. and impatient of things where I can't just sit around and just... Dude, just yeah. wait for the next thing to arise. I have exactly. to now move on to the next something else, or I'm going to pick something else up. But the hiking, where did you hike? Eastern Sierras, like high Sierras, like up here, um, like Sequoia National Park, Kings National Park. When when would you do that? When your your mindset as far as, not just your day off, because there's a point where you didn't really work, where yeah. you were just kind of waiting around for yeah. the next thing. But you're also father, so downtime when you didn't have your little one, pack up and go, is that when you would yeah burnout was a real thing yeah and you would say like you would feel like that burnout right yeah it would just be like week to week sometimes like i felt like i just needed to clear my mind and get get the hell away so that's what i did the therapeutic aspect like i wouldn't even spend like an hour or two thinking about it i would just just get up and go yeah well half the time my truck was already packed with 
all the stuff that I needed. Longest time. Didn't you like camp out? It's yeah. like crazy. Well, that was my thing. I don't want to call it a prepper <laughs> or anything like that. <laughs> you're a prepper now. We're not one of those. I kind would of believe it. If you told me one day you were like, yeah, hey, I got a bunker. Made I will out say of this. I will say this. <laughs> Any given moment, I could be driving my truck somewhere and break down, and I would be cool for like a day or two. That's good. You know Wait, you I mean? have gear in your truck? Just, yeah, like I have cool. like a, a tent that goes on the bed of my truck, and that's always under my back seat. Nobody really knows. And then I have this. Isn't little, that where you keep like the the jack? Yeah. <laughs> so, so you don't need you don't care about a car no, jack. Nah, I well, need my survival. I don't even have care like about a flat tire. Tires and shit on it, so it's like the spare oh, tire yeah, you yeah. can't even really put that's on true. there for that's that true. long. But, but that's still in there. That's funny. So you have the gear. Yeah, I have like That's a go tight. bag basically in there. Um, uh, it just depends. Like I have, we'll just say I have things to protect myself, and then I also have enough to like stay outside. For you a have an Uzi? Days. No, let not, me find out. Oh, let me well, find out. You have like an AK forty-seven. California, so <laughs> it's kind of hard to. I have my fifty cal. To the protect myself the, in the, case uh, any coyotes want to mess with me. The only thing that's legal out here is a Gerber, like, pocket knife. So oh, that's, yeah. That's all that and a Derringer 22. Yeah, not even that, dude. Where would you go? Usually Wasn't it like Death, days at Was a time. it Death Valley? Yeah, Joshua, Joshua Tree. Tree. Okay, there you yeah, go. Yeah, yeah. National Park. There's, like, a Marine, like, a military base out there, Oh, too. yeah. Um, yep. I know what you're talking about now. 29 Palms, I know the, like, yeah. area. Like, that way. Hmm. I'm one of those people that if I'm going to go outdoors... I, I remember outdoors, you showed me... I forgot what tattoo we worked on. And you showed me these crazy camping trips that you're like, look, yeah. man, this is... I just want to be away from people. Like, that's my whole yeah. goal. Like, when I go uh, do outdoor stuff, it's like the well, further... Well, just unplug. Yeah, right? exactly. Yeah, unplug. Yeah, I get you. The further away from people, the better authentic of an experience it is. Like, yeah. That's kind of how I look at it. It's like, but you're prepared for anything kind of I wouldn't want to go... No shade against like Yosemite or anything like that because I love it and there's a lot of people that live where we live and they've never been there, you know, which yeah. is unfortunate. But yeah. I wouldn't consider that like a unless you're backpacking a few days at a time and you get away from all the tourists and stuff yeah. like that. It's hard. I dude. wouldn't consider that like a really awe-inspiring experience. In place, yeah, like, deserted, right? Desert. It, yeah, seriously. <laughs> like, so the thing is that you're right. right because I remember the times I would go out hiking. My wife and I went out on a hike. We would run into these people that were speaking this, you know, they're like from Switzerland. Yeah. You could tell the dialect or something. Oh, or, yeah. And I was telling her, like, man, these people are traveling to go to visit a place that's our backyard. Like, we need to take advantage of this. Exactly. Burnout is a real thing. So we go to unplug, go out to hike. You know what was mm -hmm. a nice thing that I started liking about hiking was the fact that we, we you had no signal. Yeah. Which is a good thing and a bad thing, right? Emergency right? sense, exactly. but there's also like gear you can get if you want signal. You'd go out there and it was nice not to have anything, just the distraction. And then I guess the therapeutic aspect, like we mentioned of hiking and then the things you see. And then that mindset, just clearing that, that noise. Yeah, exactly. You know, that was pretty cool. Like all of a sudden everybody wants to be a hiker. <laughs> you know, right. you know that time, but, but it was because like everybody has been stuck for X amount of time in their house. Right. Like I the whole pandemic thing COVID and COVID and all that. Like, that's when I really I wanted to get into it for sure. I'll be yeah. one of those people, but it's cause I always want, another thing was I always wanted to try it. And all these ideas were brewing in my head as far as I got to just go out there and try it. I understood why. And yeah. it was like my own sense of, yeah, man, getting away and, and just unplugging from the noise and whatnot. And I, um, and I was, I was doing it a lot, my wife and I, because we did this like insane hike, 13 miles plus or whatever. Yeah. Oh, and yeah. she blew out her knee. 
<laughs> it's not funny because it's not <laughs> but funny. but it sucks because we look back at certain videos the scenic shots yeah and she's walking and i could tell my bag's gonna be heavier because i'm carrying yeah. more stuff and if you step wrong dude nowadays it'll take us out <laughs> Oh, yeah, no. If you step wrong out of your bed to the bathroom or just to get ready and you step wrong, my knee gave out. So I that's what like happened. When I hit 30, I suddenly became aware of like my body at that point. <laughs> a little late, right? It's always well, yeah, like... but only in the sense that you realize, wait, oh shit, my knee hurts. Or like I have yeah. a knee now all of a sudden. But, you, ever had, like, you, you, ever, you haven't had knee surgeries, body, right? any of that? Have you no, ever, I like... haven't had knee surgeries, but I've screwed up knees back all of it so that's part of the reason why i didn't stay in the military the only surgery i had i had my gallbladder taken out but that, oh. in 2015 gallbladder yeah that was yeah that was and then here we are experience. drinking these uh rock stars yeah seriously like, caffeine is a thing you know it's yeah. like the most addicted addictive substance there is <laughs> so I was trying not to pregame before you got here. I don't really drink coffee, so I can't I, imagine it would be good for like steadiness of your. That's a question, right? Can there. I tattoo caffeinated? I usually at this time, I already had a can and a half of these. I say can and a half because I'll I'll be at the gym and then yeah. I'll run with a full can. Yeah, I, and then I just have that like habit of just, I'm just wired like that now. I'll come to the shop and I just have to open another one. It's like my. Right. For no reason. So I need to break that, which I do better. Right. No, it's not that bad. But How to sabotage your tattoo artist. Yeah, right. <laughs> you set yourself up for failure, my friend. No, I'm kidding. That's more I can, of a trust thing at that point. I've never really found an effect of that. I just get hyper-focused yeah. of doing whatever I have to do. And then sometimes it gets to the point where I can't even talk to the client because yeah. I'm just so into my job. Right. It's like asking the guy that sits behind the desk and just going to type. But it's more that mental focus, I think. Like, I don't just tattoo and start having, like, Tourette's or Parkinson's, you know? You have ADHD stimulants, like mm -hmm. caffeine. They actually work It the levels opposite. you out. It almost is, like, the opposite. Exactly. So, like, for us, and I think this is true in the sense to where, like, I could drink this Rockstar and yeah. I, could, I could go sleep for, like, <laughs> I could go pass out two hours later. Yeah. Like, I'll get that, like, jitters a little yeah. bit, but... It doesn't affect me in, in the sense of it's going to keep me up for a day at a time or anything like that. I got to have a cutoff at a certain time of my day because right. then I do have to, you know. Yeah. But as far as like affecting my work or whatever, it's true. Like the whole, the opposite effect, right? But yeah. with me, I just have to do stuff now. Right. Like if I have tasks, it all knocks stuff out. Oh, yeah. <clears throat> but I do it in a weird, chaotic fashion where... <laughs> I, I'll like work. all over the place. I am, dude. It's crazy. So I'll do this, I'll do that, and then I'll go sit down. I'm responding to people, and this might be common with a lot of artists, why it's hard for us to sit down, book. We sometimes have to dedicate a day to do that, or I have to then break apart my my actual work day. Before we're starting, dude, I'm literally trying to respond to people yeah. and distractions, and then I get... Never come back to that, like, yeah. or eventually later. Keep it together for a day. That's, mm -hmm. that, in, in my sense, what that means to me is we're going to sit down. I book ahead. That, another thing about the whole walk-in thing versus appointment I like to have my appointments. I don't know how I did it back then, honestly. Because then if I'm working on you, somebody yeah. comes in and I have to now stop yeah. and be like, hold on, man. Gloves off. Hey, how's it going? Like, yeah. I'm sure that's happened when, because I would tattoo you on weekends sometimes. And that's a busy traffic time. I'm pretty sure I remember. We already have this pace on your, yeah. your art. And it kind of sucks for you because then you're probably thinking in your head, why is this guy stopping right now? Because I know if he starts back on my arm, it's going to whatever. Like it's Honestly, already... I was probably relieved in the moment. Like, oh. <laughs> Thank God I got a break. I know, right? Yeah. Going back to the whole hyper-focused thing, yeah. if now I have to completely stop 
Yeah. And by all means, I try to do the best I can to be at like the peak of customer service, whatever you want to call it. And I want to help everybody out that comes to the door. Now I have to go back, jump on your arm. Yeah. And where was I? You know? <laughs> well, that was going to be my thing is what I like to paint. And I can't imagine stepping away from whatever I'm focused on and trying to come back to yeah. it. What was I even thinking? Or yeah. What direction was I going with it? It's this? hard. So without like a template or something? Yeah. Was- One day I set four hours of my day. X amount of days of the week to just sit and I kid you not it has to be silent and it has to, because I need no distraction on my phone if I'm only have my calendar yeah. and just checking the different platforms of uh, messages whether it's email responses Instagram Facebook I like to know where everything's going as far as my time management so my booking my who I'm working on what day and I like to see my calendar physically and be this day I have this person tomorrow I got Joey whatever and then that to me is more controlled Versus yeah. the chaotic form where walk-ins, walk-ins, walk-ins. Because now I just want to, I feel like it's a convention. Imagine I was doing those starting the beginning of like 2015, 20, I started traveling 2014. And I got my first taste of that convention life. It, but it kept, I kept up because my mind is like that already. I was already yeah. 100 miles an hour plus. Right. And so I was like, I like this environment. Well, I, I look at your wall and it's like covered in all these like oh, boards dude. and stuff. But and that's, you know, like, I appreciate that. that. That's all these places you've been, you know, it's like, damn, man. But I have to give it up to the, my good traveling buddies. Uh, shout out to Gunner. He was the one that kind of pushed me to compete. And, you know, that's, it's ar- it's uh, argument about competitions at tattoo con- uh, conventions. But... You know what? It's one of those things that I just, I participated. I sent my client up there, uh, competed. Whether I won or lost, it was just dope to see my art on a stage. They try to do the whole like unbiased decision. Yeah. Make sure you're, the judge isn't part of the same shop of the person right. that just won. <laughs> I know, right? Which at that point was cool because I didn't know anybody really. So I was like, whatever. If I win, uh, it felt yeah. like the most, you know, authentic. The competition side though, it definitely, That's well, it challenged you to push it forward i'm pushing the art pushing the limits your standards raising the bar you know now i can't sit and go home i can't sit and draw you're just mentioning yeah. about painting it's like torturing myself because i have to finish that yeah and if i can't because life you know, or whatever you just have a busy home environment i'm trying to be more present you're not going to see me and yeah. sit down and i'm going to paint flash or i'm going to paint canvas yeah. right and I'm, i can't do that anymore because I'm. that's why i struggle with the painting then yeah it has to be, way, I have like, to be present. I have to be there or else I leave it here. I lock the key and I just leave that mindset here. Obviously, if, if I'm working, I do, I'll book at home, but I'm not going to sit there and just, all right, time to bust out some flash with your oil painting. So like Bob Ross style, <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. <laughs> banana peel suturing, like you're just Place, all man. over. That's our minds though, right? Yeah, it is. I, I mean, I'm still... It's crazy. Finding new stuff to do. Yeah. You know, you did the hiking. You're still doing the hiking. You're still doing the outdoor. Yeah. This sleeve is now inspired to the outdoor theme, right? The stuff that you're going through right now. Yeah. The left arm is more like who I am at my core, like the, you know, like law enforcement, military, like patriotic. The right arm is more shaping into the things that I love doing, you know, like outdoor stuff, like hiking stuff, fishing. Um, That's kind of the direction we're going stargazing yeah. stargazing yeah <laughs> uh, second like amendment but i like looking at the stars hey, you gotta be well <clears throat> well-rounded kind of exactly. guy that's cool hey man it's all good dude we all and then bob ross it up you know what i've learned from the military especially all that like machismo mentality and stuff like that like <laughs> we're put all on the, at the end of the day we're all it's the, not about the, the only difference between us and it's just you have 
a couple of kinds of people. The ones that like want to maintain this persona of the demeanor, just really badass, you know, that demeanor, and then the ones that are I don't really care, like whatever, judge yeah. me, who cares? Yeah, yeah, I don't care. <laughs> it's my I'm, I'm at the point like I do not give zero. Fs yeah, anymore. no, like, that's cool. I, like, yeah, we're just talking about that too. My personal thing is I want my client to be as comfortable as possible, so it's easier for both of us. If you need numbing cream, bro, if that's exactly. what you need to hold on to to make you sleep better at night, lather yourself up. I'm bringing a freaking teddy bear. Yeah. <laughs> bring your whatever you need man i do not provide it though i have some special magical spray <laughs> it doesn't really work though it's placebo yeah, no it doesn't much. yeah i could tell you it just is spraying it. water it's just like, bactine or uh, hey, bactine does have some nowadays look, like the bactine max but i could have back in the day it's to be like yeah this is nummy placebo cream. stuff works man it does you can trick the brain it'll do it's anything. jedi mind tricks man yeah, it's like oh this is uh this is eight percent lidocaine it's, it's working it's just right. soap and water <laughs> <laughs> pretty much Pretty much. No, I don't do that to all clients. Uh, <laughs> just, just they do. I've, I have been asked, do you provide it? There's topical, the numbing cream, which you have to then. Yeah. There's a, a procedure you need to follow if you're going to be using that. And my theory, and I just, I don't know. There's a lot of there's a lot of arguments about that. About you're pushing it into the skin. It might you might have the reaction to it. It'll affect your tattoo healing or whatever the case. Yeah. And I've seen all different types of spectrums of, of like, of the reactions of the, but I've also seen people that, for instance, I've had these uh, encounters where they come in with the numbing cream already like this mm -hmm. and they still feel everything. Like I would feel played because I just spent this money to yeah, get this seriously. and it doesn't work. But I don't know. I, it's obviously, it's very common now. A lot of people more than likely have been asking about it, which, Hey, like I said, to each their own, that was not around when I was getting tattooed. Probably not even your first tattoos. No. Certain areas I tattoo some clients and everybody has a different pain threshold. You're, you and I are gonna have different. Mm -hmm. I can't test that now. I haven't got tattooed in a long time. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I can't tell you how long, how well I could sit now. I don't even want to find out because I don't care to get. I honestly, I think I'm. I don't want to say I'm good, but I just don't have anything. I feel like you get to at a certain point, you have to be good, right? Like, <laughs> I mean, unless you're like, like your real estate is. Unless you're like what was like Kat Von D, just like oh black yeah, they're and, saying yeah. Just, now she's that's a just black out everything. That's crazy. That's the only. That's the next level, right? Like once I'm you just get tattoos start all over. Unless you're Laser, like lasering is a thing. Unless you're recolor, well, yeah. F that, dude. I'm not lasering to, hurts. Nah, no, I'm not. No, lasering we're sucks. good. You want to burn your skin. Yeah, let's at that point just go ahead and put me under some like <laughs> anesthesia altogether. Like, it'll... everybody has a different pain, the tolerance, their yeah. threshold. My stomach took about six hours, and I was like, I don't know, 19 or 20 mm -hmm. when I got my stomach done. Yeah, my whole torso, dude, not yeah. just stomach. Like, I went rib to rib across, it felt like I was getting cut open alive. Yeah, again, the machismo yeah. mentality was hitting me, and I think I was like that young buck, like. Yeah, I was just exactly. slamming rock stars, dude. Yeah, <laughs> I was like, trying to keep my heart rate up. Over here sweating. I'm surprised like, <laughs> I'm alive. I definitely woke up with a fever. Yeah, I woke up sick. My body was just exhausted. Well, was constantly put under a state for of stress. That long, like, for yeah, that long, for that long. So imagine, all I did was get, you know, back in the day when the big 40 ounces with the oh, top, yeah, those, those were yeah. like, okay, that's what I was drinking yeah. when I did my, when I tattooed my whole stomach. I was just, I, I, I kid you not, I had two of the, the heart, those. Damn. And I was just, in my head, I was like, yeah, I'm just going to keep my heart rate up and my adrenaline going, I will not feel the pain. That was my mindset at the time. <laughs> and it worked. In reality, like that adrenaline, it, it enhances all your <laughs> senses, you know, like increases sensitivity. Yeah, I did not think about it. No. But then again, numbing cream wasn't a thing yet. Yeah. It wasn't at all. I mean, if you can get like your, yourself to a state of adrenaline, yeah. then you won't feel it. 
but it. I think that's, that's only like yeah. a minute. I got I got too comfortable. Your with body it. can't sustain. I got too comfortable longer. with the whole. Uh, I'm just gonna slam rock stars every time yeah, about tattoo. Right. Well, I remember like some of my first <laughs> tattoos. Like I would like do these like six eight hour sessions. What the hell did I do that for us? It was probably like the the whole eagle serpent. Yeah. Um, well, how long how long did that take? I don't remember. Was that? Well, I know we did the whole sleeve in a matter of two weeks, so <laughs> I think the first session was like, yeah. That's right. We just, just went like back, back to back. back. Yeah, Seriously. that's crazy. Kind of like how this thing's shaping up over here. Yeah. I'm like, break your mic. But, no, that's fine. It's, um, it's just a pod mic. Huh. <laughs> I have a couple pieces on my calves on the outside, and those were like six, eight hours. Like, I just went into, I didn't know those artists, so I wasn't going to come back a second time kind of thing. It's like, I wanted to get it done, yeah. one shot, and that was it. So I think... Those were like six to eight hour sessions, but did you back then? Was that no, a walk-in thing? Yeah, you just well, walked I, in, or you actually made appointments? I made appointments. Okay, okay. I've always made appointments. I've never just like what if I was gonna do a you, walk-in? You mentioned to spontaneous. Like to check their shop out. Yeah, there, yeah. Like, well, that's what you did here, how right? How sketchy is this place? Yeah, you know, let's like, see how sketchy the Sanger yeah, shop is. Exactly. You walk in, there's a bunch of like cholos in the front, like, hey, "What's up? <laughs> All right. What do you want, foo? What are we gonna tattoo today? Let's talk about." the ideas you shot to me because I have this stuff. Uh, that's another thing why I wanted to kind of do this beforehand because I don't know your state of mind after yeah. this tattoo session. Who knows? <laughs> I don't know if I'm going to sit you down to talk. You're just going to be like, bro, I just want to go home. I know, right? <laughs> well, I wasn't sure like what was going to happen. Like, I no, think it's all good. There's pros and cons like no matter like how you look at it because yeah. since we brought up the numbing cream, obviously it's yeah. no secret that obviously I it's cream. in effect right now. <laughs> so it's in effect right now and by the time we start yeah. doing the tattoo, it's, it's already worn off. <laughs> So, you might want to go to the bathroom and apply be, that real quick. Let's I, do it. I ran out of it after this oh, like one shot, bro. So dude. we're just going to have to deal All with right. it today. There's a guy down the street. I might know that. It might be underground, that uh-huh. stuff from Mexico. That. Hey, I would, if it works, I don't even care. <laughs> if it works, it works. It's just see you next time with an amputated arm. What like, happened? It didn't work. Yeah, so, I can't build my arm or leg at this point. You sent me, yeah, you sent me the idea. I have it, the concept. Yes. But, but then again, we obviously have to blend in what we've already started on my forearm i have this like mountain scene and um well a couple mountain scenes now it's crazy because this was a whole different like that was a whole different time of your life Mm -hmm. like that like like your left arm yeah your right shoulder whole different because you already had that skull right or did we start that we did it once because think about it now the forearm to the top is a whole different yeah theme right and i've done it in like reverse order too yeah that's a thing. I came in with my We've, lower forearm tattooed, yeah. and then we went up instead of like most people start up at the top yeah. and like get a half sleeve or whatever. But not us. And then come. Yeah, you should do henna uh, around your fingers. Southeast Asian so, <laughs> type of like. <laughs> but we're you, yeah, we're going into like that. that is it um, almost like a more realistic? It's outdoor landscape, scenic tattoos. Honestly, when I do those, it feels like I'm painting in a sense because you're doing certain techniques that you would with a brush. Yeah. And to get certain details, it's all like little tricks here and there. It's all with, again, like blending it together. And that's what's going to, it's consist of that to get a nice flow, make it custom. But that way it's not such an eyesore transition. It's going to continue from the softness of that. Yeah. That, and then go into like a whole new piece with the stargazing. It just sucks because obviously the, the um, shading up top is going to be a ton of shading to get that night, that night sky look. It's not going to be black, but it's going to be a lot of coverage. Yeah. So let's hope that numbing cream holds holds through. <laughs> it's not. <laughs> it's, it's probably already gone. Knows. Yeah, I already it's know probably it's not gone. But we'll see, man. We'll, we'll see, see how it goes. Yeah, we'll get as far as we can. Yeah, man. <laughs> but yeah, let's wrap things up. Let's get to it. Thanks, Joey, for yeah, uh, no problem being part of the community of the tattoo shop for one. A little bit after this, we'll kind of go ahead and uh, 
see the turnout of the tattoo and kind of get some shots around it because we do have the inside that we were also worked on and so we're going to get it all kind of blended together and i think honestly we're just going to have that that very top have you decided do you, are you ever are we going to go up to to the inner arm or are you just going to kind of um do you want to eventually go up because this other side we went up right is it a, yeah on the inner arm on the left oh uh, yeah no we did we did the whole the flag like, thing right so then kind of thing. so this uh, side what are you are we going to do that again on the go? inside i i like the, i still like the idea of doing like the whole antler frame no I, like definitely i, I feel be. like something framing it up would yeah, be pretty cool i think that would look cool in there and yeah. i mean and you can almost do the shading somewhere yeah so i i think i'm it's gonna it's gonna definitely cover from the back side of the arm yeah yeah. going forward and it's gonna have that because our our arm tapers so i want to leave it where it doesn't look so it's just one of those things there's gonna be a lot of coverage you know so we just have to i was kind of thinking about it when i was figure that out i was like what what can we i feel like the shading yeah um you think it, I ink it, man. That's yeah, what it's going to be. How quick of a process is that? Because I know with the shading, I would remember, like, you're just kind of mixing blood yeah. and ink. Basically. Yeah. It's like, that's how I look Swishing at it. Swishing it around. Yeah. And that, from a person getting tattoos perspective, like, that's yeah, what it looks like. You should put some more uh, ink in that, buddy. I was like, that's a lot of blood right in there. It's just, like, basically <laughs> watercolor. Yeah, what it's watercoloring, like. yeah. yeah. It's what it seems like, you know? Yeah. So I, fe- I was like, okay, that shading... Those shading needles, I was like, that we could cover <laughs> color a lot of that space. Oh, if you ever tell me you should put some more black in that, I'm going to give you the stuff myself, Bill. You do it. Uh-huh, right? <laughs> you do my job. No, no it'll I... be dope. If you excuse us, we're going to get to our tattoo session here. Sweet. Thanks again for uh, tuning in for Tattooing Out Loud here at Queen's Gold Tattoo Parlor, Sanger, California. And with that, we'll catch you guys on the next one.